Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello and welcome to episode 81 of Grown Up Kids. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And today we are going to be continuing our little break from watching the movies and diving into Epcot this week. The experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Or today. Because it's here. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... A little bit of history on Epcot. Um, It opened, so it was originally called Epcot Center, and it opened on October 1st of 1982. Epcot stands for? Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow, or today. But I love that, like, what, Magic Kingdom 2? They both open in October. October 1st. And it makes my heart happy because, like, you can just go celebrate so many things at the beginning of October. You can some anniversaries our anniversary my birthday the start of halloween yeah good time guess what is october 1st of 2021 magic kingdom's 50th i know five zero i know i'm so excited it's pretty nuts we're gonna be there it's gonna be crazy but so awesome so Epcot was a personal vision of Walt's. It was one of his very last ambitions. Um, And it was meant to be an actual city. So he, you can actually see the prototype in Magic Kingdom on the People Mover. Whenever you're going through the Space Mountain building, one of the windows where you kind of slow down is the massive prototype of Epcot and what he envisioned it to be, which was an actual city. Um, Like not a theme park. Not a theme park. Not a theme park. So it was a place where within this city, people would be able to work, live, and play. It would highlight the best of urban planning and new technologies and was to be the highlight of the Florida project. It was going to be built in Florida. Um, in fact, Walt only intended to build a Disneyland, which came to be the Magic Kingdom in Florida, to help finance Epcot. So there was only meant to be one park, and that is the Magic Kingdom, and its sole purpose was meant to fund Epcot, the city. It's kind of, it's kind of funny, because, like, it is a city now. It is funny, (laughs) yeah, like... Not Epcot, but all of Walt Disney World in general is its actual own city, Animal Kingdom and I believe Animal Kingdom Lodge are outside of the city. Yeah. Um, they cross over into a different county. So, fun fact, there's a little bit less tax at Animal Kingdom. Things are a <laughs> tiny, teeny bit cheaper there. But anyway. So, um, save the, if you want that. But, like, if you're buying, but if you're buying something super expensive at Disney and you have the option to buy it at Animal Kingdom, you can save a little bit. Yep. But anyway, so Disney World is in Lake Buena Vista, and it is its own city. So that's cool. But anyway, after Walt died, 
the company and Roy, his brother, decided against building and managing a city, especially without Walt being there to guide them, because he really was the brain of the entire idea. And I don't think that they felt that they could do it justice without his brains behind it. Can you imagine what would have become? I kind of, like, am mixed on how I feel about, like, maybe what it would have been had he still been around Versus what it turned into, because I absolutely adore what it turned into. Yeah, for sure. Um, But, like, think of, like, if Walt Disney created a city and it ran a certain way and was, like, perfect in this certain way. Like, how would that have influenced New York or L.A. or San Francisco or... Life would be different. London. I mean, yeah, all over the world. Like, I know that he wanted to use, like, the people mover as a mode of transportation within the, the city of Epcot and monorails and just like very modernized technology um it it would be awesome i kind of wonder like i wonder how realistic it would be to actually like end up living there you know like what would it have cost oh there would be a wait list but like would they have just kept on expanding and expanding and expanding like right what's the limit it's just very... Would they have created, like, an Epcot 2? Like, another right. city? Somewhere else? Yeah. It, I don't know. It's just interesting. Would, would they have all been cool, like, acronyms? Is that the right... Yeah. 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 I don't know. Huh. Um, so, Walt's original vision for Epcot did push the Walt Disney Company to convince the Florida legislator to create the Reedy Creek Improvement District and Lake Buena Vista. So, that is kind of why they did become their own city, which is interesting. Government entities effectively controlled by the Walt Disney Company, allowing the company great latitude in developing the Walt Disney World Resort. So I know that they have a lot of freedom in terms of like their construction and all of that and like the roadways and all of that kind of stuff because they are their own city. Um, It makes, yeah, it, it saves them a lot of money. It saves them probably taxes probably time too like things go slow through the city trying to get permits and stuff approved like they own it so they do it which is like honestly ingenious (laughs) um i wonder if that was affected by animal kingdom though like it not being in lake buena vista did it take longer to build or something yeah i don't know i don't know kind of interesting so When Imagineers considered developing Epcot as a theme park, some wanted the park to focus on new technology, while others wanted to showcase international culture. I kind of wondered where the international culture came from, because, like, that was... I don't know. I mean, I guess, like, anybody from around the world could have come to live at Epcot, so that could have been the international culture that they, like, pulled from, but... I mean, I'm glad that it turned into what it did. I love Epcot Center. I feel like it shouldn't even be called Epcot anymore. Like, I don't want to ever have it be another name but now that i'm like analyzing it it's like mm, it doesn't even really make sense <laughs> especially with how much they're changing the front which we can get into later but like future world is going to look very different mm-hmm. just like they're changing up tomorrowland a lot with magic kingdom because tomorrowland is kind of outdated it's not really focused. Don't on hate on it. I love all the weird astronauts. I love Tomorrowland. <laughs> I don't think that they need to change it. I but know. I also understand them saying like, "Well, it's not really futuristic anymore." So, and I like I kind of feel like that is the case with Future World too, because like um, interventions and whatnot, like where all of those 
weird, like, virtual reality games and stuff were that you could play kind of became dated. Yeah. And I think that that's why they ended up closing it. So, um, anyway, they eventually pushed to push those two plans together, new technology and international culture, and created the hourglass shape combination of Future World and World Showcase that we know as Epcot today. It was Disney's first theme park not to be a Disneyland-like Magic Kingdom. Um, Iggy agrees. Yes. <laughs> Disney has not added a new Future World Pavilion since building Mission Space in 2003, and it hasn't added a World Showcase Pavilion since Norway in 1988, though it has updated some of the pavilions, actually Norway being one of them, by renovating the ride and creating Frozen Ever After. I think that ride disappeared. Disappeared. <laughs> R.I.P. Maelstrom. We miss you. I do know. Um, so, but there's new stuff coming. So we have Future World East, Future World West, and the World Showcase, which includes Mexico, Norway, China, Germany, Italy, the American Adventure, Japan, Morocco, France, United Kingdom, and Canada. And as we've mentioned, I think, and I'm sure we'll talk about this a lot in the other two park series we've done, um, both of us really didn't like, not that we didn't care for Epcot, but it was at the bottom of my list. And like now... I as love a child. Epcot. Well, for me as a child, I didn't love Epcot. Yeah. I didn't appreciate Epcot right. whenever I was younger. I liked Figment. And honestly, like, I liked the World Showcase because it was really cool and I loved looking through the shops, like, even when I was little. But it just didn't, I mean, like, it didn't scream Disney to me, right? Like, it's not, it's not like there were a ton of characters walking around, like, at Magic Kingdom whenever I was little and... And the fireworks were to be desired, which I know is a very, very conflicting opinion to unpopular some. Unpopular opinion. I don't know if it's unpopular, but it's definitely, like, a pain point. Yeah. Which, I mean, everybody has their favorites, but, like, right. I wasn't a fan. Hey, I wasn't a fan of Phantasmic, but now I am. Yeah. I mean, like, I loved the message of Illuminations. I just didn't, like, it was too much look at this screen on a globe and not so much show me fireworks. <laughs> but I understand why people love, the music is amazing. I love, I love the, the Illuminations music. music. I like that part. It's like, bah, bah, bah. Not that it's a thing anymore. But Illuminations is over. R.I.P. So, um, yeah. Anyway, Epcot turned into something incredibly different from what it was supposed to be however as an adult and especially since they've kind of turned it into like a festival park we love it oh, now. the fact that so they started these festivals i don't know when i should probably look that up but i can try and they out. start these festivals like food and wine and um festival of the arts and just these things that developed into like this is what people do like you go around to these stands at all of these different... Yes, Flower and Garden. Thank you, Carly. You go to these stands all around all the world and you try some food from there. Awesome. Sounds great. And then they started incorporating art into it. And then they started incorporating art and food. And then gorgeous topiaries. And it's just like... It's the, so cool. The first food and wine festival was 1995. 
The first flower and garden festival was 94. So actually, and, and I was going to say, I actually think flower and garden started first because as a child, I remember flower and garden. We went there a couple times during it because we would usually go during my birthday, which was in May and flower and garden always would have been going on then. Um, but yeah, so like they started doing flower and garden and like when they first started, the festivals weren't super long, like they were maybe a month or so, but now like flower and garden goes for maybe like three months, food and wine goes, they just keep extending it and extending it. It starts Which like- Which we in, are okay with. Oh, for sure. They, they started, they began starting it in like August, I think, and it runs through November, literally like juts up right against- Festival of the Holidays, which goes obviously through the holidays. Mm -hmm. And then right in the end of January, Festival of the Arts starts. And that butts right up against Flower and Garden. So there's really only like a two and a half, three month span in the summer where there's no festival going on. Because who wants to be eating that kind of food in blazing heat of Epcot where there's no shade? But anyway, do we want to talk festivals or do we want to talk... The land itself. Honestly, the festivals can be a whole other episode. That's true. Maybe we will save that for another episode. I think we probably should. But I think... But so everybody knows what the festivals are, in case you didn't catch all of them. The first festival of the year is Festival of the Arts. Mm -hmm. Then it goes right up to Festival... uh, Or um, Food and Wine... No. Oh my gosh. Festival of the Arts is first. <laughs> Flower and Garden Festival is next. There's nothing in the summer. And then Food and Wine starts in the early fall, end of summer. And then Festival of the Holidays rounds out the year. Yeah. But festivals have turned Epcot into a completely different park for me. I think that, honestly, I think that I would even enjoy going to Epcot now without the festivals. It just like. That's what I love about it. It just changes, like, the feel of the park to, mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. There's always, like, beautiful art to look at and purchase, of course, which I spend way too much money on. <laughs> and there's always super yummy, delicious, beautiful-looking food, especially for Festival of the Arts. But anyway, if you're a foodie, you like art, the festivals are totally for you. Yeah. And culture, like... Festival of the Holidays is, like, all about culture, which is just amazing. And holiday tastes and drinks and yumminess. I guess we know what our next episode is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Festivals. <laughs> um, okay. Do we want to go into attractions? Sure. Let's so do it. Let's look at a map. Yes. And we'll kind of start that way. Okay. So, I mean, obviously, when you walk into the park... Well, first of all, they used to have these cool giant rocks before you even, like... No, you entered, right? Yeah, you had entered. Mm -hmm. Giant rocks with, like, people's little pictures on them. I guess they're moving them. They're not getting rid of them. They're just moving them, I believe, to outside the park. Yeah. So, now that there's all these renovations going on, those aren't there right now. It's all, like, not scaffolding, but those big tall walls, but whatever. First thing you see... With Epcot's cool new logo. Oh, Yeah. Wait, they have a new logo? Mm-hmm. Am I thinking of the throwback one that was on all those cool t-shirts that I wanted but definitely didn't need? That's the new one. Oh, I love it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, of course, the first thing you see, what do you think of when you think of Epcot? The giant Epcot ball that houses Spaceship Earth. 
Which Welcome to Spaceship Earth. Is no longer the same. It's closed now, isn't it? Um, I don't know if it is yet, but it's we'll gonna be. be. Soon. Um I think they're just updating it. I'm not really sure. I think they're adding different scenes, but they're keeping some scenes, but they're renovating the ride. Yeah. So Spaceship... I think it's going to be down for like two years. It's going to be down for a while. I'm glad we wrote it. I know. Last time we were there. But Spaceship Earth is this gigantic globe with like the coolest pattern on it ever, which they like hand polish that whole thing. Algae grows on it. So Mm -hmm. people literally have to like, like scale it. Yep. And clean it. Yep. It's like some kind of special material. Yeah. I don't know, but people literally clean it by hand. <laughs> and you can actually kind of see the stairs that they have to go up to if you're at the very top of the ride when you're riding it in that big mm-hmm. dark room that mm-hmm. like is just black with like stars on the wall. You can kind of see where they have to go up, but there's like on the tippy tippy top, there's like a latch mm-hmm. and you can go out on the top of it. So what's so cool about say, Spaceship Earth is, like, one, it's, like, it's so nostalgic to me. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels like I'm a little hesitant of how they're changing it just because I love it for how old it is. But, I mean, I'll welcome the changes, obviously, but... If they would just leave all the scenes and just give it a new, like, ride mechanism so it's not so jerky... <laughs> yes, that would be nice. I would be okay with that. But, uh, so basically it's, like, kind of going through human history, Technology history. Yeah. So, like, you go through and you see cavemen, cavemen, and then you see, like, scribes, and, like, how, um, information has been passed down. Basically, it's about, like, how communication has changed. Yes. Which is super cool, because we are communications majors. Mm -hmm. Which is pretty awesome. Visual communication. Yes. Um, I think Spaceship Earth has some of the most, like, iconic insider jokes for Epcot, like the unknown scribe and... Pounding papyrus. Right. The one we were walking... the most recognizable smells as well. Yes. And I've smelled this smell outside of Spaceship Earth one time. It's like this burny kind of smell. I'm telling you, our air fryer smells like Spaceship Earth when it's cooking. A little... I mean, I may sound absolutely psychotic for saying that, but I stand by it. We have a ninja air fryer, and I'm (laughs) telling you, when it is on, it smells like Spaceship Earth in the house. Didn't you post that on Instagram and people were like, I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) There was at least two other people that were like, oh my God, you're right. I never could like identify the smell. And I'm like, yes, it smells like Spaceship Earth. Yeah. Um, So anyway, you're going through and there's this, this... Maybe, isn't he, like, Egyptian? And he's, like, the unknown scribe. Yeah. And he's, like, pound. He's, like, he's pounding. And it's, like, this unknown scribe making papyrus or something. And it's it's funny. And then there's this. Maybe these are literally just inside jokes that we have. It's not. I swear it's not. (laughs) I need to know from everybody. There's also the lady, like, from the 80s or 90s with the sweet fro and the leg warmers. Oh, that is so the 80s. Yeah. So cool. With the computer that takes up an entire room mm-hmm. that is massive. The room is, like, as big as our apartment. Yeah. Huge for one, one computer. computer. You get to see Bill Gates in his garage. Mm-hmm. You get to go into this massive star room, like, you're floating out in the middle of space with wonderful Earth. It's yeah. It's so good. 
it's a great ride. Like, I feel like it's definitely an underrated ride. Like, people are just like, oh, it's so old, it's outdated. But it's like, that's classic Epcot, though. Like, okay, you're not speeding at 60 miles per hour like on Test Track, which we'll get to. Um, You know, it's not like you don't see any Disney characters or anything. But, like, you should appreciate how your human race came to be where you're at now. Super cool. Gutenberg's in it. Right? With the printing press. We love us some Gutenberg. Mm-hmm. Fun Peter's fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do give you a video at the end. So, like, they take your picture whenever you sit down, and then they, um, they, like, put, they ask you questions, and then they put a little video together. Can't you, you used, I don't know if you can, but you used to be able to email it to yourself. I don't know. I think maybe you can if you actually do it when you exit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Those things, too, unless they've updated them. Oh, my God. It was, like, a touchscreen from, like, before people knew what touchscreens were. And, like, it wasn't even worth trying to email it to yourself. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about uh, history of technology. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I always love to get a picture of Epcot, like, when you're almost right underneath it. So, it's like you get, like, that bright blue Florida sky with like most of your frame filled up with the ball and then when you're leaving Epcot you get that lit up gorgeous purple. you either get the sunset version if you're leaving a little early or you get that gorgeous nighttime lit up purple contrast oh my god Epcot you're gorgeous and we're just we're just starting inside the park mm, I love Spaceship Earth <laughs> Are it's we just going so iconic I know but let's go left west. or right left 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 is, in my opinion... Wait, that's east. Oh, yeah. Going east. east. Okay, yeah, because they're talking if you're, like, looking towards the exit. East. Weird. Anyway. So, um, (laughs) Future World East, which, in my opinion... Um... You know, if you like Mission (laughs) Space, that's the spot for you. But we're not fans of Mission Space. Future World East will be a lot cooler oh, when the Guardians legit. of the Galaxy roller coaster opens, but in my opinion, at this moment in time, I usually don't go over there. Yeah. <laughs> so it used to have, um, is that where Body Wars used to be? Yes. Okay, which and I never also, rode. Which I was obsessed with as a child. Body Wars was my jam. I would have been, but I never rode it. I before I feel there. bad for my parents because I probably <laughs> wanted to ride that ride over and over and over again a million times. Did Body Wars wait? and Figment. I don't remember. <laughs> when you're a kid, I didn't care. time has no concept. It was just like Body Wars. <laughs> Body Wars. Which was such a cool retro ride. It was basically like a simulation ride where you shrink down and you go inside somebody's body and they teach you about like blood cells and white blood cells and red blood cells and from what oh, meg God, has described so cool. to me it's like if you like that episode of rugrats where they shrink down and go into chucky's body yeah you would probably like this ride i, I was like all right i dig it why i loved it so much because <laughs> i loved rugrats and that episode i also adored so it was literally like oh my god I'm inside not just, I'm not, I'm not inside Chucky's body, but I'm doing it again. Like, that's so cool. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so, RIP, not there. Yeah, RIP Body Wars. Um, and that's also where Ellen's Universe of Energy was, which 
was so retro cool. I loved that ride. Was Bill Nye Bill on Nye it? was oh, in it. Ellen yes. DeGeneres was in it. Literally so cool. A T-Rex. <sighs> Lots of dinosaurs were yeah. in it. There were actually some moments where it was a little bit scary, but bit. I still loved that ride. But anyway, it is being replaced with something that I am very excited for, which is the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster. Which, let me tell you, that building is a monster. Yeah. And we also did um, Tower of Terror in Disneyland that was Guardians-themed. So if they take that level of awesome and bring it to a coaster, I am super stoked. I thought I wasn't going to like it because I'm, like, a super hardcore Tower of Terror fan. Loved it was it. as fun as Tower of Terror. Yes. So good. So hopefully... It'll be similar theming to something like that with, like, the awesome rocket animatronic, which is so good. So good. So, anyway. Future World East now houses, um, oh, let me look at that. Well, Mission Space. And, and I do like this ride. Test Track. Test Track, which has gone through some changes throughout the year. Or years. It's been. Go ahead. It was World of Motion. Oh, yeah. A long and then time ago. Um, Test Track with like. It test was like Track. A- and it was sponsored by somebody else. And then someone else took it over. I think Chevrolet took it over and they switched it. Yeah. It used to be like Crash Dummy themed. Yeah. Which was so much better. Which is really cool. And then now it's still Test Track. It's still what it's called. But like Mike said, a different sponsor. So now it's kind of very Tron ish, which is kind of weird because they're bringing Tron to Magic Kingdom. But whatever. It. <laughs> I know, I missed the old one. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> I missed the test track that was, like, the Crash Dummies and stuff like that. It was just, like, the theming was more on point. It was... Yeah. I am not upset with my Epcot day if I don't ride test track. If I get to ride it, I'm like, sweet. That was a really cool bonus to my day. But I don't, like, have to do it. I don't, like, seek out to ride it. I if used it to. it happens, it happens. Yeah. I used to. Because it's really cool. Because you, like literally like build i don't really care about the building your car thing now but you get to like build up your car and you pick your specs and then like it's almost like a game you, like test your car that you yeah build. and then you see how it stands up to like the other people that were building their cars you want it to be like environmentally friendly so it like tests like your braking and your um steering and then like like i appreciate the message of them yeah. trying to be like Definitely. you know environmentally friendly but they could do that with the proper theming. And the highlight... <laughs> the proper theming, in my <laughs> in my words. But, you know, whatever. The highlight is when you go outside and you reach up to 60 miles per hour, that part spinning around fun. the uh, the whole building, and you can hear it when you're outside. The car's <laughs> swinging by. Definitely a cool ride, but like Mike said, like, it's... My day is not ruined if I don't get to go. Yeah, which I know is might be an unpopular opinion, but... Eh. I would just rather go on Soren. But anyway, <laughs> the other cool thing that is over in Future World East right now is the Epcot experience. So this is a temporary Ooh, uh. thing. Um, however, the Epcot experience is... So So basically, Walt Disney World knows that there's a lot of people that are upset with all the construction walls at Epcot. Because there are a ton right now. The entire front of the park is just 
construction walls upon construction walls, the whole middle area where mouse gears used to be all covered, like literally there is so much construction that it is a little bit disheartening to people who maybe have never been there before that were hoping to see it that way for the first time. So the Epcot experience is basically this room that you can go into and they tell you about everything that they're doing to try to like ease the pain of seeing all of the construction walls and be like, come back in a couple (laughs) years and this is going to be so awesome. But if you're like a theme park junkie like us, where we just, we eat all of that up, like we, you know, like construction walls don't bother us because it means new things are coming and Mm -hmm. we're more so excited to see them than anything. So the Epcot experience is really cool because it shows you literally everything that's coming to Epcot and like all of the plans that they have. We stood in there and watched the whole thing. Yeah, my mom was like five minutes in. She's like, I'm going to leave. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> watching this whole thing. <laughs> she's like, I'm, she loves to go to China and buy hair clips. That's her thing. She's like, okay, meet me in China. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go to China. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but the, the whole show in there right now is literally gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You're in this room where it's wall-to-wall screen. You're surrounded by a movie. And the middle is, Mm -hmm. like, this cool model of Epcot, and that's also a screen. Mm -hmm. And it, like, shows you each new thing that is coming to Epcot, which we'll dive into for sure. But if you have the time, if you're not on a quick rush weekend trip, even if you are, it's probably, like, a 15-20 minute loop. Yeah. I would just sit there and watch it because it's really cool. And it's if you've ever been to the Canada Pavilion's 360 show, it's similar to like that type of screen setup, but Mm. on a smaller scale because the room is much smaller. Yeah. And it's more like floor to ceiling and the room is smaller. And then there's also a screen in the middle that is projecting like on the actual model. Um, but it's basically just there to, sh- to get you excited for everything that's coming. Which and then they have did. some, yeah, and they have some really cute, like, photo ops that you can get pictures taken of, of like, oh, you yeah. in the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster that's yeah. being built, and you with the balloons with Mary Poppins, because there's a Mary Poppins section coming. Um. Say what? Yeah. I'm so <laughs> um. Yeah, so all kinds of fun stuff. Ooh, another cool one is, like, you with a kitchen background for Remy's um, new ride. So, Um, Iggy is being bad in the kitchen. Is he? Yeah, he is. Oh, oh. you continue. I'm going to go scramble away from that. (laughs) So, um, let's just head over to Future World West and keep in the front of the park so that we can... Finish it off with the World Showcase because it is the most, uh, it's definitely the part where we have the most to talk about. So Future World West starts in the front of the park to the right with the Seas Pavilion with Nemo and Friends. So obviously this was not always themed Nemo. The Seas has been there for a very long time and it literally was just a massive like aquarium building up until Finding Nemo came out in 2001. So, I think that that's when it came out. 2001? 2004? Something like that. Early 2003. I think it's three. Okay. But I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) I love Disney. Anyway. I'll look it up. (laughs) So, the Seas with Nemo and Friends has always housed their massive aquarium with dolphins and their manatees that they um, rehabilitate and then re-release into the wild. Um 
all kinds of fish, seahorses. They've also now have a section that is like a coral reef. So you can see Nemo and Dory and the starfish and all of the, all of the little critters from Finding Nemo. Um, they have a little Finding Nemo play area. What? It came in 2007. No, I just meant when did Finding Nemo come out? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay. So they didn't re-theme the seas until 2007. Because I believe that that's when the attraction opened. 2003. Woohoo! Sweet. So, because yes, Inside the Seas is a Finding Nemo ride. Which never has a wait. Fun fact. And I think is super cute. It's a dark ride. It's not anything like... You know, it's going to blow your mind. If your kid Nemo. loves Nemo, they'll love that ride. Oh, for sure. It's really good for kids. There's literally never a wait. Yeah. The queue, like, I feel it's like the so queue long. is longer than the ride. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice length ride, though, but it's cute. You get to they see a lot of things. Done more. Yeah, they could have. You get to see a lot of things from Nemo. Like, a lot of the characters are included, which is cool. Um,. But it's not my favorite because I wanted them to do more with it. I know. It's not a fantastic ride, but it's not a bad ride. Yeah. But yeah, if you like Nemo, it's cute. Um, and then the next pavilion is the land, which is an amazing pavilion. The land. It's got food. It's got rides. So the land houses Soren. Mm-hmm. Which is like a, what is that called? Staple? No. Um, what are you doing? Hang gliding. Oh, I thought right? you were saying it's a staple on our trips. No, but it is. <laughs> um, so it's like hang gliding mm-hmm. and they've changed it. It used to be soaring over California and they've switched it to the world, which is still really cool. So basically you go to like all of these really amazing um landmarks across the world like the great wall of china and the taj mahal and the eiffel tower and all kinds of fun places and the camera is like so kilimanjaro good yeah you feel like you're there the smells i miss the smells Mm. from the california one i want i like the orange groves i love over california but but i really love the ocean smell yes and i love the dirt smell over africa whenever you're like going over kilimanjaro yeah so awesome yeah but it's a great great ride and it's not in my opinion scary it is just beautiful and then the land pavilion also houses living with the land i love living with the land me too this is an underrated ride. For sure. Because you'd look at it and be like, I don't know. But then you get on it and you like go through all the greenhouses and the restaurants all over Disney literally use all of that produce. The restaurants in Epcot use it. Yeah. It's so cool. And they do cool things for like the holidays. Like around fall, they'll grow like Mickey pumpkins and... They'll, like, put a sand snowman in there for the holidays. and They actually did a Christmas layover this past Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, it, mm-hmm. like, at, if you went at night, there were Christmas lights all over the greenhouses that were so pretty. Um, and it also just, like, teaches you about living with the land. Yeah. So, like, 
takes you through all the different like types of climates and how people utilize the land in the different climates and it, they teach you how people grow things like in the sands of Egypt and the Middle East and it's in the tropical climates and it's really awesome. Yeah, yeah the hydroponics. hydroponics are so cool. It's just like this really slow boat ride and the whole smell of the place gives me feels. Disney smells, man. We could do a whole episode just on Disney smells. This is one of them for us. Like, as soon as I get in line, I'm like, <sighs> living with the land. Yeah. But I like it. And they do this cool um, behind-the-seeds tour. Mm-hmm. Of behind I really want to do it. You literally get to go on a tour behind that ride with all the greenhouses and all the stuff and all the... cool things and we've never done it and i don't know why because it's not even expensive it's like what is it i don't know i think it's like 30 dollars or something it's something like for disney it's like oh okay please just take my money but we're gonna do it if we end up getting to go on our trip in november we had planned on doing this yeah so we'll see yeah we'll do it for sure um there's also a new movie in the Land Pavilion that we have not gotten to watch yet that is all about, like, the environment and recycling. What is it called? It used to be Timon, Pumbaa, and Simba. Yes. But now, do they have it? Entertainment. Side note, they have a couple restaurants in there. Um, the one restaurant... Is that Garden Grill or is Garden Grill the not, like the really nice one? Garden Grill is in the Land Pavilion and it spins. It's, it spins. Okay, so this is like a revolving like it's this. Imagine like a big circle and the outer circle is all these tables, and then it slowly revolves. Which for me that's no bueno. Thank God the time we went there for me, for Meg's birthday it was broken so it wasn't revolving because I would not have been able to eat. But it's supposed to slowly revolve. It's a character. Um, it's character dining. Character dining. With Chip, Dale, Pluto, and Mickey. Mickey. Super cute. And it's like family style. Delicious food. Again, that food comes from below. It's um, living with the land. Did you find it? No. no. And then there's also a like quick service. Call- Is it called Four Seasons? sunshine seasons sunshine seasons and like all the seating area are different seasons which yeah. is really neat if you look up you can see like snow and leaves and flowers yeah. and depending on where you're sitting yeah yeah um so yeah i Kinda love the land off track because we were talking about attractions and i went to food no it's okay speaking of food though at the seas i'm sorry i skipped over but that's where coral reef restaurant is if you like seafood it's supposed to be fantastic not my jam i've never eaten there i don't do seafood but i've heard really great things about it yeah same um and there's no food over in um, future world east so hey we're all caught up (laughs) (laughs) perfect um, the next pavilion is the imagination pavilion over on future world west and this houses figments journey into imagination we are enormous figment fans i love him so much He's such a little, not going to say the word, in the best possible way. Pain in the butt? Yeah. yeah. He's a pita. He's a pita. <laughs> but he's so cute. And I also love the call outs in the Imagination 
building to Weebo and Flubber and the Shrink Ray from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I just, those are like very nostalgic movies to me growing up. So because those items were in there, it made me love going in there. And then like, I just fell in love with Figment too. Um, but I, he's obnoxious and he's so cute. He's so cute. And his song is just like, so good. Mm-hmm. One little spark of inspiration. Um, so you follow this little purple dragon through all the, well, you start going through the senses. The senses. But then he messes things up. But then you go to Figment's house and it's great and you learn all about how it's not, you know, what you see with your eyes. It's what you see with your mind. Imagination. It's so great. It's just a great message. I love it. Um, and that also is the home to the Disney Vacation Club Lounge, which is so nice. If you know someone, you don't, if you know someone, they can bring you up there. Yes. Like if you know a DVC member. And they're with you. They're allowed to bring you up there. As long as it's not super busy that day, you can bring guests up there. They give you snacks. Pop. Pop. Coffee. Coffee. Charging stations. Always place to sit. There's yeah. always a place to sit. Yeah. Air conditioning. And it's so cool because you're literally at the top of the Imagination Pavilion, which is like kind of rock hallish in Cleveland. Yeah. You know? Rock and roll hall of fame. Yeah. It's like all it's triangles. Glass and... triangle. God, it's so cool. And like depending on how the sky looks outside, it's pretty sweet up there. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy it. Um, so yeah. And then that is Future World. Yeah. Yeah. The meat is the world showcase. Yes. I feel like. Now, which direction do we want to go? Our favorite way. Canada? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Although, you know what? I feel like we go either way, kind of 50-50. It's just like whatever we're feeling that day. Like, do you want to start in Mexico like, or Canada? It depends on dining reservations. Yes. And... Do I have any shopping plans? Yeah. Like, my mom, like, if she wants hair clips in China, we're going to the left because China will be there first. Right. I'm not kidding. Meg's mom, I don't know what she does. I mean, it's gorgeous and she wears them. She, like, has friends at the China Pavilion that will hold her clips for her at the counter while she's, like, going through and picking out. And the best part is they're really inexpensive. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they're super pretty. They are very pretty. She's obsessed with them. That's funny. Yeah. But anyway, Canada. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Canada. <laughs> Our home and native land. I love it. You know that. True patriot love. Meg was in a chorus. That's why she knows this. I had to sing Oh, Canada for a hockey game one time. Yeah. That's why we learned it. But anyway, cool. they have a new movie. Yes, we just saw it. We did. If you are a fan of Schitt's Creek, spelled (laughs) S-C-H-I-T-T, so I didn't just swear, uh, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara are the um, narrators. narrators. There we go. How did I say that? Narrators. (laughs) the, The narrators for the movie. And they are funny. And I didn't know that they were both from Canada, so that's pretty cool. 
Um, and also, like, the Canada Pavilion is a hidden gem. I feel like people don't walk in far enough to truly appreciate the beauty of the Canada Pavilion. They've got, like, the waterfalls in there. Mm-hmm. They've got, supposedly, I've never eaten there, like, a bomb steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Like, you can smell it as you're walking by. Oh, yeah, with fantastic beer cheese soup. Oh, they're Which you can get at the, at the Food and Wine Festival. Oh, my God. When we talk food, we're going to have to have a different episode per festival because, like, food and wine. I mean, I'm totally okay with that. I need a snack. Yeah. My God. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. My mom has always wanted to eat at Le Cellier. That's what it's called. Thank so, you. we'll have to um, take her there her. sometime. Good thing she doesn't. I know. <laughs> she does sometimes listen to Swish and Flick, but I know she doesn't Ooh. listen to this. So Ooh. You know what? She would pick this episode, too, I know. to listen to first and be like, I knew the surprise. I know. Whatever, Mom. Um, so, yeah. So, they have Le Salier. They also sell super yummy maple goodness candies in the gift shop. Highly recommend. Their gift shop is so cute. It is it's super cute. all plaid and, like, mousse raccoons bears like so cute deer yeah so cute i love it and then i also love that they have like a shout out to both of the cultures in canada because they also have like quebec so they have like the french side of the culture yeah and then they have like the native side of the culture Mm -hmm. it's it's a really cool pavilion and yeah, make sure that you walk all the way to the back to see the beautiful waterfall, walk down it, go see the 360 movie, exit really cool. and see the beautiful gardens that exit by Le Cellier. It's gorgeous. Um, also, the the last merch that we saw there, like, it's so funny because they'll have one that just says, I heart poutine. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And then actually so you good. can get poutine as just like a snack mm-hmm. out of one of the windows mm-hmm. in Canada. And like, let me tell you, poutine is so good. Oh. It's so good. They also, oh, we got to do an episode on Disney Springs because they have a little stand there. A poutine, a poutine stand? stand, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty choice. Oh, yeah. All right. So you leave Canada and you go to our favorite spot. I can't believe we get to talk about it already. The United Kingdom. <sighs> it's so charming. I just love everything about it. To your left, there's the Rose and Crown. I didn't skip anything, right? Mm-mm. To left is Rose and Crown, which, like, for a long, 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 long time, I just got drinks at because they have a drink called the Welsh Dragon. Kids, if you're not 21, you can't get this, but it's so good. It's like this lime green melon delicious adult beverage. It's um, not lime. It's not melon. I said melon. Oh, melon, lime green, just as the color. Yes, got yes, it. yes, yes. Melon, mint. Mint. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God so good and it looks really cool like when you're walking around with it people are like what is that <laughs> um well, but we just go over to the rosen crown right but we finally ate there last time we were there and their food is phenomenal and having been to the uk it's on par it is totally on par yeah it tastes just like the food at the pubs that we went to and so apparently they're fish and chips. There's this, so there's the restaurant, Rose and Crown. There's the pub, Rose and Crown, all in the same. And then right off to the side of that is just like where you can just get fish and chips. It's called like Yorkshire. Uh, Yorkshire. 
Um, I don't know what it's called, but it has Yorkshire in it, and then I think fish and chips. <laughs> There's always a crazy lie. Oh, excuse me. But, so, me and Meg don't eat fish. We just don't. I ate fish growing up. Like, my grandpa would literally catch fish and fry it up and eat it, but it was only, like, two types. Um, it's all I really knew. Like, I've never ventured into, like, salmon or crab. I've or, tried, like, and stuff. I can't. Yeah, I've tried some. Eh, I don't like it. I just don't. I can't do it. <laughs> um, but we told ourselves when it we were in, in the ocean, right? <laughs> Fish pee in you all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, we told ourselves when we were in the UK, we're like, we'll try fish and chips. Like we have to, and we never did. But we've heard that literally the fish and chips in epcot are supposed to be like 1000 percent authentic people love it my mom is obsessed with the fish and chips in the yes. uk pavilion and we tried it and they were phenomenal they were really good and i'm not a fish eater and I, they were delicious like wow i also, might even like, eat that again being a chips. vegetarian <laughs> We're so good. <laughs> yeah, so, so good. So, if you don't want to go to the actual restaurant, you don't have time to go to the restaurant because you can't get the fish and chips there, just go to the stand outside. The line goes really quick, actually, even though it's long. They also have little mini Victoria Sponge <gasps> dessert cakes. That's right! That was delicious. Oh my god, it was so good. Also, if you're a fan <laughs> of Winnie the Pooh, yes. this is the place for you. Yes. You can meet Pooh Bear, and it's fantastic. Also, the shops here are so cute. They've got... Like, tea galore oh my god so much tea and good british candy yes during the festivals they have a little stand inside the shop where they like make a little tea drink um lots of tea alcoholic and non-alcoholic and they're both delicious yes lots of candy which like we love non-american candy from anywhere canada over in europe Japanese candy. chocolate that's not made in america is the bomb yes oh it's so much better so we'll load up on like crunchies and stuff because those are super good. Oh my god, crunchy bars! <laughs> yes. <laughs> they also have like a little shop with perfumes and like bags and scarves. It's like very fancy in there. Um, and then they have a shop with like a bunch of soccer teams or football. Football, depending on where you're at. Football, golf, football, and like pub merch. They yeah. have like Rose and Crown merch, Fish and Chips merch. Yeah. All that jazz. Yeah. They Mary do have Poppins a, merch. Mm-hmm. They have a fish and chip shirt that we I've told your mom to get like 42 times now. We just got to get it for her. Alice in Wonderland merch. Oh, yeah. You can meet Alice there, right? Alice and Mary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They have the cute little tea garden. Yeah. <sighs> so cute. Literally, it's just the best pavilion, if I'm being <laughs> honest. I could literally spend all day there. I could live there. Mm-hmm. Just in that pavilion. Yeah. yeah. And actually there. Yeah. Um, and then... In the back, where you can meet Mary, like, if you're exploring the shops, there's this little back garden area, which I believe is where the new Mary stuff's gonna go. I believe so, yes. But there used to be, there's rumor that they're not coming back, but there was, like, a band, like, a British band that would play, like, Beatles cover songs, and that place would get packed. I forgot about that. I forgot about the singers in Canada. Oh, yeah. God, I suck. So the ones in uh, the UK are, they're called the British Revolution. And they're actually, like, super good. And they're, like, just loud enough where, like, if you don't want to actually watch a show when you're walking by, like, you can't not hear it. But it's not, like, obnoxious. Oh, yeah, Carly, they do have collectible spoons in the UK. You're right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Um, the Canada Band is really good, too. I know. I can't find their name. What is going on here? We should do a day where we go around Epcot and we just listen to all the musical things. Because I've walked by and enjoyed it as I'm walking, but I've never, like, stopped and listened. Yeah, I agree. That would be fun. Hopefully, fingers crossed, they bring them all back because there's a lot of sad rumors that a lot of these things of entertainment are going away in Epcot due to COVID, the thing in the world. So, anyway. anyway. <gasps> Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Mm-hmm. Yes! But Actually, I want a Coke. can you owe me a Welsh green? Yes. Hey! If I can buy one for myself as well. Sure. Um, so, after you pass the United Kingdom... You quickly glance over the International Gateway, which is another back entrance to Epcot from the resorts, a.k.a. the Boardwalk, Yacht and Beach, Swan and Dolphin. That's also where the Skyliner drops you off. So you can come there from Pop Century, Art of Animation, Caribbean Beach, Riviera. Yes. I did this new thing that I noticed in our last two trips. Where, like, so International Gateway, like, just hooks. If you go to the left, you go over a bridge, you go towards France. If you go to the right, you're at International Gateway. That's where it takes you to all these resorts Meg just named. But as you're going, like, they'll have Mickey, Minnie. Minnie, Goofy. Yeah. Like, and it's, I, th- I it was really weird. I mean, cool weird, but I was like, oh, like, cool. Like, Mickey meets back here now. And then, like, it happened again. And it happened again. And I was like, oh, this I is the thing now. I think it's because the Epcot character spot is closed right now due to construction. That makes sense. Um, So, yeah, Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, maybe Don. <laughs> Commotion going on in the background. Um, the cats are going crazy. So, yeah, then once you go past International Gateway, you hit France, which is another one of my more loved pavilions. They have amazing restaurants. Um, right now, they only have a movie that is Impressions de France, which is beautiful. I love it. Um, I guess they also do, like, a sing-along with Belle now. That's kind of new. Oh. But they are building Remy's Adventure. Ratatouille. The new Ratatouille ride, which is amazing. We've gotten to ride it in Disneyland Paris. By the skin of our teeth. Yes. My God. No one's didn't make it. It's a trackless ride. <sighs> it's so cool. It's so cool. We, we watched You shrink it. down to the size of Remy. Mm-hmm. And half of it was in French and half was in English. So mm-hmm. it would be cool to, like, have the whole thing in English. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you shrink. You're basically a rat. And... You go through the kitchen. Yeah. That's all On an say. adventure with Remy. Mm-hmm. But, yes, it's trackless, which is, like, the new thing. Rev- wait. Rise of the Resistance is also trackless. Mm-hmm. FYI. Mm-hmm. So that's like the newest wave of rides. I feel like the trend of rides right now. Yeah. But I'm in, I'm here for it. It's cool because when you're in the line, you get to see Gusto's and it's neat. Yeah. Um. And France has a ton of really good food areas, Florida. not just the sit down restaurants. So there's two sit down restaurants. Um, one is like the super duper fancy one that is way too expensive that I can never eat at, which I think is like Monsieur Paul or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is Les Chefs de France. And it is so good. Get 
the mac and cheese. I'm telling you, you're going to think that it's the wrong decision, but you will not be disappointed when you order that mac and cheese. Oh. It is the best mac and cheese you will ever eat in your entire life. So good. It's so good. Also, they have good salads. Also, they have fantastic French onion soup. Yes, they do. And <laughs> the warm baguettes they give you. My heart. Yes. My heart. Basically, it's within, It's in our top five restaurants, I think. Yeah. At Disney, period. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, they have the ice cream shop. Which I've never gone to. Well, I have. And you can get ice cream in a brioche. Excuse me. Oh, wait. I totally ate that with I you. I split it with you. I lied. Sorry. So you can get a scoop of ice cream inside a brioche bun that they then toast like clothes. So the brioche bun is warm and then there's cold ice cream inside it. Oh, my God. Guys. You can also get a, a macaron ice cream sandwich. Is it like two macarons with yes. ice cream in the middle? Are they big macarons? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then they also what? have a quick service in the very back where the gift shop is and the exit to the Impressions de France uh, movie exits into. And they have like fresh baguettes, coffee, pastries, sandwiches, like. So many pastries. Oh my God. And then on top of that, they have like this. They have a ton of, like, beautiful perfume stores, wine store, a makeup store. Our it's friends, very beautiful. the Brookharts, before they were vegan, used to go. They would each get a baguette, and they would sit in the French pavilion. They would and, split a baguette. I'm sorry. And they would eat their baguette. With butter. With butter. That's what makes it not vegan anymore. But. I don't know if baguettes are vegan. Mm. But that sounds like a phenomenal snack to me. So, it's also like really inexpensive mm-hmm. for like this huge baguette, right? So. And it's bread; it's gonna fill you up. Heck yeah! You can do Disney on a budget. You can. We'll help you out. <laughs> Get baguettes <laughs> and some chips from the UK. Yep. <laughs> All right, you're up next. Wait, what about the cool performance outside of Le Chef de France? Ooh, yeah, the guy who um, climbs the chairs. That sounds ridiculous, but it's the most entertaining thing you'll ever see in your life. It's basically like a balancing act. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah. That's all I can say about it, but, like, it's worth stopping and watching. It's fantastic. Yep. So then next is Morocco. One most important fact about Morocco, other than the fact that it's gorgeous, best water in all of Disneyland. Courtesy Disney of Sarah Brookhart. Yeah. She discovered this and preaches it to the world, and it is true. So, it's on, if it's not known to you, it is now. You can get free water anywhere in Disney. That's the thing. You, you just, just ask, ask for ice water. For and ice free. water. You can walk up to the counter, just like you're about to order some food, and just say, I'd like an ice water, and it's free, and they give it to you. Yep. You don't have to buy a 3 to $4 to $5 bottle of Dasani. Yep. But you never know if you're going to get Florida water. AKA fire water. Filter water. Or filtered water. It's kind of a gamble. So you got to know the places that have it good if you're picky like me because I literally can't swallow Florida water. It makes me gag. Morocco has the most pure, delicious, and it doesn't even come in a little cup. It's like a big cup of water. And it's filtered. So go hydrate. It's cold and it's yummy. It's so good. And there's always a place to sit outside. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) Morocco. 
has gorgeous um shops yes it literally is like you're in aladdin it's like you're walking around the what the market yeah you're just going in and out of these awesome stone buildings it's like you're just walking oh i'm in the lamp market now oh they're selling carpets or fabric or whatever yeah i don't know if you still can but you used to be able to meet aladdin and jasmine in the back i think you still can I'm picturing Adventureland. That's wrong um, But then there's also really good restaurants. There's two. There's a sit-down, which I think is like Spice Road Table. I didn't know they had a sit-down. And then a quick service, which is Restaurant Marrakesh. Oh, my God. We didn't realize how many things in the quick service we would love. And we've yeah, never we've eaten gotta, there. We've got to eat there the next time we go. Mm-hmm. I think that now that my mom is getting a little bit more adventurous with some of her food, she might enjoy it more. Me and Meg love a hummus plate. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that they have, like, if I eat a good pita sandwich, like, my whole week will be made. I don't know what it is about a pita sandwich. But and they oh have my falafel God. that looks delicious. Yeah, they have all these things that we love. And we've, I just, like, the last time I went in there to get water... I just wa- looked at the menu and I was like, Meg, what's our problem? Why have we never eaten here? <laughs> I know. Yeah, next time. And then I also really want to get a lamp from there for our bedroom. So that has to happen. Our bedroom is um, intention intended to be Moroccan themed. We just don't have a bunch of furniture for it because we don't have a lot of room. You know, I have a headboard and a bedside table on the call of the day. But they match. They do. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up is Japan. So, oh my God, this used to be my favorite when I was a child. AKA 17. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Japan is really cool because they have their like store is actually, I think it's like the store is actually owned by the country of Japan. Like, yeah. Japan has a lot more say in their pavilion than some of the other countries. Um, so. Go for it. I was just going to say, like, I really, one of the main reasons I want to go to Tokyo Disney is because their merch is, like, the cutest stuff oh you'll God. ever see in your life. And they have obscure characters. How cool would it be? They need to bring be? that. Yep. 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 How cool would it be <laughs> if so they sad. brought that merch to the Japan Just Pavilion? a little bit. Just, just a taste. But it's still cool because they have, like, Totoro and Ghibli. Yeah, like Studio, Wait, Studio Ghibli, Studio Ghibli so like Totoro and Kiki's Delivery Service, yes. and um, Pokemon, Hello Kitty, Mario, yes, like all those types of, you know, characters and stuff, they have those represented in the gift shop, they have Pick a Pearl, which is always fun, um, they have like, like true traditional garb that you can buy and, and try shoes. on and shoes yeah like the whole shebang like the whole outfit parasols um, mm-hmm. fans mm-hmm. they've got like all the cute little kitschy tea set like whole tea sets with like the little plates if you want like like just such cool like japanese culture it's beautiful in there those really cool like I don't know if it's bamboo, but, like, those things you hang on the wall and they, like, roll up real tiny, but it's, like... I think it's bamboo. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Calligraphy Um, stuff. Yeah. Just, like, really cool, cool stuff that you can... You can touch it all and, like, those cool little, like, cats or owls that are different colors that mean different things. Like, me and Maggie each bought Mm -hmm. a different owl to put on our desks at work. 
on our honeymoon. Yeah. So we would think of each other. Um, and candy. And candy. That, so they used to have, I feel like they used to have a lot more candy mm-hmm. than they do now. Mm-hmm. I um, do. Because whenever we went, like, in high school, so I bought so much candy. I, they don't have as much as they used to, or maybe I'm just not as drawn to as much of it as I was, but, like... We go right for those tea plates. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with the little plates. Why? What am I ever going to use those little plates for? The, but... So we bought these little plates intending to use them for cat dishes, and they're way too small. Yeah, they don't fit the can of cat food. And I'm like... <laughs> but they're so cute. They have, like, a little fishy or a little cat on it, but it's, like... It's adorable. They broke, and then it's, like, just sad. <sighs> um, then they also have sake. They have... Never had sake. Pocky, like the little cookies dipped in chocolate or, like, matcha or whatever. Now those are um, my jam. <gasps> those little uh, koala or panda cookies. Oh, yeah. The little puffs. The chocolate inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they have a sit-down hibachi-style restaurant, oh, which is Tepanito. I need to go back there. It's so fun. It's just like, it's a show. They put on a show for you with your food, and it is delightful. But it's Disney-styled, too. Yes. Like, I don't know, should I even say what they say? Because I don't want to ruin it. There might be some hidden Mickeys in the food, which is fun. It's just, I don't know if it's because the guy we had was awesome, but it was cute. I've eaten there more than once, and they have did that. I've only eaten there one time. I think I've eaten there twice, but we enjoy Tepanito. And then they also have a quick service restaurant up on the top of the hill on the other side, which is okay. Katie is not a fan, but I think it's okay. Yeah. Um, but then they have a beautiful koi garden. Oh, God. It's so With, cool. like, the bridges and the trees and the greenery and the koi fish. And I'd never walked around until the last time we went. Yeah, it's so pretty. It's so pretty. Also like, a great spot for some pictures. Imagine like a mini feng shui garden, but yeah. like in real giant life. Yeah, like real size. Yeah. Uh, you're up next. Me? Yeah. Oh, the American Adventure. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're kind of like alternating starting, right? No, I no, talked it's about fine. Japan. It's fine. Um, so the American Adventure, which I have mixed feelings about. I get it. Well, I guess how else do you portray America? Right. It's like, so how like is portrayed America? Is, yeah, like, turn, like, not turn of the century. Like, here, we just became America. Like, 1776, all the red, white, and blue everywhere. Like, the big, it's, is it the biggest pavilion? Uh, it's the largest building, it's it seems. It's definitely, like, you know? the largest width of a pavilion, but I don't know. The others go back a little further, so. Yeah. It's, like, right at the center, though. It's, it's yeah. that's the halfway point, no matter which way you go, uh, whether you start at Mexico or Canada. But, honestly, I don't know too much about it, because I don't go to it a lot, but they do have the Voices of Liberty. Which is beautiful. Inside, they are amazing, truly, and they do weddings in there don't they yeah you can like yeah you can like pay to have that closed off the voices of liberty can sing at your wedding um if you've ever seen any of those disney wedding shows there is someone getting married in there and it's super pretty um i guess like what kind of bums me out about the american pavilion is like the food is literally like burgers and dogs it's different now (laughs) oh good (laughs) the um the restaurant just reopened and it is Sam the Eagle themed. The oh, the that's right. So it's like barbecue. Okay. Which is cool. better than yeah, just yeah, like yeah. burgers and chicken nuggets because that's literally it. what it was. But they also have the show, The American Adventure, which is like 
one of the most intense animatronic stage show productions like wait where inside that building i don't think i've ever seen it i don't know i feel like you've seen it once but there's like i don't even know how many different scenes and like the the entire stage like moves listen i gotta go back to my roots and appreciate this place yeah we need to go watch it the next time we're there because it really is pretty fascinating to like watch this show i'm i don't I know that there's a tour that you can go on that shows you, like, the behind the scenes of the what? American adventure. That's cool. And, like, how the mechanism that, like, makes it work. But, like, the entire stage changes. Kind of That's like cool. the Carousel of Progress, but actually, like, more intense than that. Not just a circle. Because you're not moving, the stage itself is moving. The part I do know about the American adventure, though, is the pavilion across the way from the giant, like, American building like the center of it um that's where they do like concerts concerts like eat to the beat and i've seen hansen many a times at that <laughs> pavilion right that's where like um candlelight processional is in yep. the holiday time where they like have a huge chorus sing christmas songs and they tell the story of jesus right mm-hmm. yeah um yeah super cool funnel cakes yes right sam adams beer <laughs> right <laughs> i need to explore it more for sure the bathrooms are nice yeah and then also during festival of the arts they have some of the broadway stars yes. come and sing at that um stage as well mm-hmm. and they do concerts for flower and garden and food and wine now so yeah yeah that's all i got for that i don't know I need to okay. go explore it more. I mean, that's. I think that that's pretty much everything that's there. Oh, during Christmas time, that's where you meet Santa. That is right. And Mrs. Claus. Well, you can meet Santa from all the different cultures all around. True. Well, I meant Santa Claus. True. Like, from what I know. Yes. Santa and Mrs. Claus, actually. Right. They're both there. Um, <laughs> so, next up is Italy. And Italy has... Three restaurants, I believe, in there. There's the sit-down pizza restaurant via Napoli. Oh. There's the wine cellar, which is considered a sit-down, but usually has walk-up options. And then there's also the, like, full Italian sit-down, which I'm blanking on the name of. Um, And I've only eaten there, like, maybe twice and probably... Like, with my dad, which I know nobody else understands how long ago that was, but it was a long time ago. (laughs) Um, And it is called... I'm finding it here. Don't worry. I'm about to find it. I'll talk about Viennapoli while we're waiting, if you want. Okay. Tutto Italia. (laughs) (laughs) Tutto Italia. It's delicious. They have really great fettuccine alfredo. That's what I remember ordering there. I don't think I've eaten there either. Um, Viennapoli is... Don't go to the window outside. No. It's not good. This is our opinion, of course, but yeah. it's... In my opinion, it's pretty horrible. Like, I you had the impression that I was going to walk up to this window and get a slice of Viennapoli pizza, and I'd be like, cool, I didn't have to make a reservation and sit... And whatever, I can just get a pizza. No. Nope. 
Here's what I'm going to explain. <laughs> the sit-down Via Napoli food, the, the pizza at Via Napoli, is the traditional, very thin Italian wood-fire pizza. Like you can literally see these giant wood-fired ovens. Yes. It is delicious. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. It has mixed reviews. I personally absolutely love it. The window is like is like square, super thick, bready pizza. It's like bread with sauce on top. It's not Italian pizza. No. <laughs> but anyway, the pizza inside Vianopoli, one time our friend came down, our friend Chris, and we ordered the large. They which, literally bring it out to you on a cart because they can't carry it. It's so big. It's literally the size of, like, the hood of a car. Yeah. And we ate it all. We ate three of, of us. it. Ate it all. Like, it was so good. Yeah. It was so good. Go do it. It's an experience. It's worth it. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, and then they also have a wine shop. And they have some, like, cooking things good in there wine. that you can buy. Mm-hmm. And they have a cool... Um, they do like the, they make like the masquerade masks. They have a show too. On the they plaza. do. It's like a juggling show. Mm-hmm. And also they have perfumes and some like purses and stuff like that in their one shop. Before I forget to say Very it, food oriented though more than anything, but go ahead. Yeah. Before I forget to say it, I don't know if every, I'm going to just go ahead and say it. every pavilion, if not almost, almost every pavilion has like they've got like their home merch but then they also will have like like in france they have Minnie mouse with the eiffel tower on a shirt like Mm -hmm. they'll incorporate disney somehow into some of their yes thank you carly um marie is in a lot of the french merch as well um united kingdom they'll do poo you know what i mean alice mary yeah like they'll incorporate it into the country it's cool Yes. It's not, it doesn't overtake it, which is really nice. There's actually none of that in Morocco or Japan, though. There's mm-hmm. no Disney merch no, in Morocco right. or Japan. America is an art gallery now. I believe that that's where they've moved the art of Disney because the art of Disney is closed at the front of the park where it used to be. So that's kind of temporary. Oh, yeah. and I don't know how long that's going to last. But And then they have a small little section with like Americana type Disney merch. Um... Italy does have a little bit of Disney merch. You have the next one. Germany? Yes. Germany. I gotta tell my story about that eventually before we're done with this. Oh my god. But Germany. (laughs) Um, There's no ride there, right? We haven't missed a ride, have we? No. No, that's not for a while. Is Germany where, or is it Norway that has, is Germany the caramel? Yeah. Oh, God. I think it's called Caramel Kush. Yeah. So if you are old like us and like Werther's candies, slash if you like caramel. I mean, who doesn't like caramel? I'm just (sighs) telling you, that line is long every time we go in there. They have this shop where like they're making fresh caramel (sighs) slash fresh caramel pastries all day. The smell is like, if I came home smelling like that all the time... I don't know how I would live because, like, it's so, it's such a heavenly the smell. smell of buttery, caramely goodness. Oh. Get the Stroopwafel. If you've never had a Stroopwafel before, it's, like, a very thin, 
waffle wafer. I'm going to tell you all my favorite things to order there. Okay. Caramel. That's one of mine. Caramel popcorn. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. This is not like your tinned caramel popcorn. Okay. This is fresh popcorn. You can literally made watch caramel. them toss it in the caramel and watch them pop it. My so good. mouth is watering right now. Also, this is not in any specific order. Everything I'm telling you is my number one thing. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next is literally just the caramel square. Yes. yes. It is a massive piece of caramel in a square and like you imagine, just eat it straight. Imagine like a block of fudge. Yes, caramel. but caramel. And it is literally heaven in your hand don't they have those mixed with marshmallow too i'm getting to that sorry (laughs) it's a marshmallow caramel swirl like a slice of caramel with marshmallow swirl yes it is as amazing as it sounds get it and eat it don't share it get your own she will not let me have a i do not share my caramel with katie she doesn't i was like oh you want some i will buy you another one Mm -hmm. but you're not eating any of mine Mm -hmm. No. Um, yeah, basically just anything that has the most caramel possible ratio, order it. You can't go wrong with any no. of it. It's so good. But honestly, those are really my top two favorite things. The huge chunk of caramel and then the caramel marshmallow. Honestly, just go in there even if you you don't want to eat anything and just smell. <clears throat> but you're going to do that and then you're going to want to eat something. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, my story about Germany is, uh... Wait, can we just talk about how good the beer is there? They sure. have they have the grapefruit beer, I believe, in Germany, Ooh, don't they? that's really good. I don't know if it's in Germany, I'm but I'm pretty really sure good. that it's in Germany, and it is so, so good. It's... What is it called? Man, I can't remember. But it's grapefruit beer. It's really good. It starts with an H. You can get a bunch of, uh... I'm sorry. There's like a stand outside where you can get like giant beer steins engraved and stuff. It's really cool. Yes. And then they also have the teddy bear shop. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The like handmade cuckoo clocks. Mm hmm. The beer steins. Which, okay, here we go. Schofferhofer. That's the beer. Schofferhofer. It's so good. I can picture the logo in my head now. Yes. Throwback to. Uh, grown-up kids, like, episode one. Here you walk into Germany, right? All these cuckoo clocks are everywhere. Wouldn't you think Pinocchio, because of Geppetto, is German? There was no cuckoo clocks in the Italy pavilion. Nope. He also wears lederhosen. I'm just saying. I'm just I'm literally still salty. I'm still salty over the fact that Pinocchio is Italian. I can't get over it. But anyway... (laughs) Tell your stupid Germany story. So when Maga was on her DCP before I did my DCP, she did a week working in Epcot. She worked at Mouse Gears. It was the worst. <laughs> so while she, I was like, oh, I kind of want a snack. And she's like, oh, go to Germany and get a pretzel. And I was like, all right. I swear to God, you didn't get the right pretzel. She's like, they're so good. They're different than the Mickey pretzels. Just, just go. So here I am. It was so hot that day. And like sometimes if you if you have walked the world showcase, sometimes it is a long walk. If you're jazzed up, you're going. It's all good, right? But if it's like hot, there's already no shade. 
I was kind of dragging a little bit. I was hungry. I get there and I get this pretzel. It's just a regular pretzel. No, it isn't. Yes, it was. You're probably right that I got the wrong thing, but it was like, I was so... They're so big. Sad. It was not big. You just found a stand that was a normal pretzel. Why wasn't it Mickey-shaped then? (laughs) I'm telling you, you got the wrong thing. She hates that I tell this story. Because you're wrong. (laughs) Because those pretzels are so good. So then I eat it and I walk all the way back to Mouskier and I'm like, what was so great about this stupid pretzel? I wish that you would have taken a picture of it just so that I could prove that you bought the wrong thing. I probably did in hindsight. Yeah. But Germany is great. <laughs> they have a massive buffet that's like family style. Really? Um, it's not family style. It's an actual buffet where you go up and get your food. But the tables are family style. So like you could potentially be sitting next to a family that like you don't know. Can we please go eat at all these places? Yes. Why have we not? I don't know, because we never venture outside of Chefs de France, Rosen Crown, and <laughs> where else do we eat? Mexico quick service. Right. <laughs> we just, like, have our go-tos. Oh, in Italy. Right. Maybe, like, but our, we'll the next trip ourselves. that we go, we're going to be like, we are not eating any place we've eaten before. <gasps> I mean, that could be, like, a really cool challenge, though, don't you think? Yeah, but it also makes me sad. I know. <sighs> okay. I know. Okay. It'll be okay. Um, okay, so next up is China. Wait, little mention of the outpost. Okay, the little outpost. There's really cool jewelry and stuff that they sell at the outpost that is, like, made out of Disney park maps. Like, recycled Disney park maps. They make beads out of them. It's really cool. cool. And then they have a little food stop. That apparently has a really good vegan option, which we haven't eaten yet. We'll go. But we have to try it out. Disney's okay. been really getting on board with the vegan options. Preach. Um, so the next country is China. And China has a movie. They have... An enormous gift shop. Massive gift shop. They have a quick service restaurant, which I believe is called, like, Lotus... Um, no. Hold on. I'm going to pull this up. Okay. They have uh, the quick service, and then I think right next to it, they have, like, an actual sit-down. I've never eaten at the sit-down. The quick service is Tangerine Cafe. Oh, yeah. And then the sit-down, I think... Oh, is the Nine Dragons restaurant. Lotus Blossom (laughs) Cafe Mm -hmm. is the stand. Got it. That is quick service... But they, it's where you can get, like, the plum wine, mm, which is... Oh, plum wine's good. So good. The quick service is okay. I, I really like would like service. to try the um, actual restaurant, which yeah, we, we did tried try, to but... get into, but there was no availability. We were there a little too late. Um, so the gift shop is really fun, though. As we mentioned, my mom loves the hair clips there. She's literally obsessed. They have really fun clothes. They have a ton of toys. They have really fun, like, puppets, cool hats. Like, it's just a cool pavilion. Yeah, it's neat. They usually have acrobatic dancers that will come out and put a show on, which is really cool. We didn't mention the show in Japan. The drum show. Yeah, which is probably going away. Yeah. So, that's fun. Why? Um, Anyway. Yeah. 
on to the uh, Norway. This is a big one. Norway. Norway. Uh, Norway houses Frozen now, which is like impossible to get on. But anyway, before that. But it is a beautiful ride. Honestly, well, I really like it. I cried. Yeah. I don't know what I mean, happens. I, I loved the Maelstrom, but. That's what's called Maelstrom. But I really enjoy Frozen Ever After. So do I, actually. Yeah, I don't know what happened the first time, because, like, when we did our college program together is when Frozen Fever was going on, and, like, I couldn't So at times, Frozen can be a little much for us. Yeah, like, we we love it. We really do. But sometimes I'm reminded of those times, and I'm like, oh my god. Sometimes I'm reminded of how I had to walk people back to the Anna and Elsa meet and greet as a cast member because people were trampling children and other parents with their strollers to be first in line and it was literally like a bloodbath people were getting injured yeah it was intense guys just be kind when you're in the parks um but the ride yeah we got on it and the line that you're waiting in is super cool like you feel like you're in Arendelle it's really you go to Oaken's shop Mm -hmm. and then when you ride it um, the technology is really awesome. It looks good. It sounds good. I like the animatronics. Mm-hmm. And I got really emotional and I cried a little bit. Yes. But anyway, um, that little like uh, building off to the left after you pass the frozen ride. That's the frozen meet and greet. It is now. The, not that one. The one before it. Where they used to have like, they used to have like, um norway history in there and I then think it was frozen for a little bit no i think it's still history and then there's also a little bakery behind it that has like pastries and stuff they have school bread which i've heard is amazing and what i've heard that? really good things about it but i've never eaten it and then there's also the the gift shop which yes a lot of it has turned into a frozen gift shop but then a lot of it also is like the clothing like the really beautiful oh sweaters and jackets mm-hmm. and like winter gear it's like real stuff and then the essence of norway perfume which is like such a famous scent of epcot mhm is this where they have pictures um, yeah which Akershers. is a princess dining you can meet Belle, Sleeping Beauty, I think Snow White, Snow White, Ariel, maybe. But did we do breakfast? Yeah, we did. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, very sought after because it's princess and you get to meet a lot of princesses. The breakfast is very sought after for access to the line to the Frozen <laughs> Ever After attraction as well. Because fun fact, at a Disney park, if you have a reservation before park hours, you get a little bit of an early entry ticket. Yeah. You know, if you wolf down your food and you get out there before the line comes in, you're first in line. We would always try and do that with, um crystal palace at magic kingdom but then you realize oh i just stuffed myself and i'm gonna go on space mountain immediately well you know there's sacrifices that have to be made (laughs) right oh and then that's where if anyone has been on a disney trip you know about the giant troll that's in the (laughs) gift shop that you have to take a picture with him and his nose is huge and you kind of have to pick it yeah and then there's the meet and greet for Anna and Elsa. Right. After, which is kind of like an extended, like they've almost extended the Norway Pavilion to add that in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a pretty big area. Yeah. And you don't have to wait 40 hours anymore for it. Which is really nice. 
but you know. Computer's dying, we're plugging in. <laughs> Come on! Hurry! Hurry! Perfect. So Norway. What kind of, did we talk about, is there any other food except Akershers? You said the little Just the bakery, little bakery. Right? And then they have an alcohol, like, little stand with beer and stuff that's popular there. But I've never tried any of that. I really want one of those sweaters in there. They're super expensive. I know, but you know they're, like, legit. Like, I know. that's real quality. That's, like, when you go to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and you buy a wool sweater, it's 100% Scottish wool. It's not messing around. I know. I love that sweater. Um, oh, my gosh. <gasps> there's only one. What? Oh, but I love this one. Go for it. Mexico is a super fun pavilion. So, you can meet... Um, Donald and his sombrero, which is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So like He's Donald so from like the three caballeros. There also is this really awesome mariachi band that comes oh out my and God, plays. Yes, and they play Coco songs a lot now, which is awesome. Remember me? Yes, they have really awesome merch, like very authentic um, sombreros and again, it's like you're going to a market. Yeah, but then the coolest part is when you go inside, and that is like an outdoor market that's at nighttime, and you can get alebrijes. Yes. Oh my god, they're so expensive, but I I found a little orange cat and I was like, I need Teddy to be my alebrije. I know. But I, I couldn't justify $40 on a tiny figure. It was but very they're tiny, but they're literally hand-painted. Hand-painted. It's yeah. like it's it's like you're buying art, so like It's understandable. I'm not it's judging worth it. it. We I just, just couldn't at the time. Yeah. <laughs> um and then they have a tequila bar in there. They have a sit-down restaurant, the San Angel San San Sun on hell in. Sun on hell. Yep, that. <laughs> they have the. Um. Oh man, what is the ride called? Three Caballeros. It's called the Three Caballeros. I don't know. The Fiesta. Shoot, Ooh, the Grand. Fi- the Grand, Grand Fiesta, Fiesta tour, tour with the Three Caballeros. Which this podcast has made me appreciate them. Mm-hmm. Jose and. Panchito. Panchito. I was like, Pacho, Pancho. <laughs> yes. Um, Can you meet them? They exist. Yeah. But I believe I've that they Jose. only come out for, like, special events yeah. now. Yeah. But, like, you can. <laughs> yes. Um, And then there's also a second... I think that there's two sit-down restaurants in Mexico, one inside the pavilion and one outside. And then there's also the quick service outside. The quick service is really good. It's super, super good. You have, like, the authentic, like, corn tortillas and all the toppings. Like, super yummy nachos and tacos and so good. And apparently the last, like big hit new thing was their avocado margarita yeah which i they haven't have, like, had a margarita stand yeah that's supposed to be reals good i just can't handle tequila we're not well. big fans of margaritas but you know what i went to outback to a couple one. months ago and accidentally ordered four of them don't ask and they were actually pretty good yeah so i don't know maybe the maybe i just had never had a properly made margarita maybe 
But I've heard great things about the avocado um, margarita. Yeah. It's blended mm-hmm. and it's very smooth and creamy. Yeah. It's so. supposed to be good. Who doesn't like an avocado? Come on. <sighs> so true. But yeah, that's that's Epcot. Oh, man. What are we missing? New things to come? Yeah. And also probably... Oh! Shows? Which... Well, we've kind of said them as we're going around. If you're talking about like the entertainment around there. Nighttime shows. Nighttime shows. So right now they have Epcot Forever. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. I really like the music for Epcot Forever. It's very really nostalgic. One little spark is in there, which I super appreciated. That gave me more feels than I was prepared to feel at the time. Yeah. And I really enjoyed, they have like these kites that light up. And I really liked that part. Mm-hmm. And they like drive them around. Like it's like people on jet skis, but like you can't really see them because it's nighttime. So it's like just the the kites that you're focusing on. Um, And I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's super fun. Yeah. I like it. Um, I'm excited for their new show. Yeah, because what is it's it gonna be again? new. I don't know. That the one that's there now is Epcot Forever. They've released what it's gonna be called. But I'm excited. Um I don't know, it just sounds like it's gonna be really cool. I think they're gonna have some inspiration kind of like from Illuminations, but try and ramp it up a little bit. Maybe bring some more phantasmic ideas into it, some it's world of color. Disney Harmonious. Yeah. And hopefully... Supposedly in 2020. Hopefully it's got some good jams because shows at Disney never fail with music. Yes. Even if you don't like the actual show itself, music's pretty jammed. I hope that they pull in some tech from World of Color over in California Adventure because They've got the space for it. I know. That show is so epic. Yeah. It's so good. Um Character experiences. We didn't really talk about that, but there are actually quite a few. So you can, like I just said, you can meet the three caballeros, Donald, in Mexico. You can meet Anna and Elsa in Norway. You can meet Mulan in China. And Mushu. I don't know if, maybe, yeah. Sometimes Mushu comes out. Maybe that's old. Um, let me look at the map so that I can go around. Um, the map, bum, the map, bum, the map, bum, the map. Um, Germany, you can meet Snow White. Oh, Yeah. Italy, I don't think, has any meet and greets. Well, it would be Pinocchio, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's no character meet and greets in Japan. Morocco, I believe, is Aladdin and Jasmine. France, you can meet Marie and Belle. United Kingdom, Mary Poppins, Alice in Wonderland, and Winnie the Pooh. And none in Canada. You should be able to meet Coda. Oh, that'd be so cool. And Kenai. Yeah. In Canada. That would be so cool. I love Brother Bear. Um, so next little section is new stuff coming. Sure. So do you want to do this? I've talked a lot. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. I don't have all that. I, I say things when I have things to say. Okay. We'll say that. But so Epcot's we were talking about a little bit earlier is totally kind of revamping kind of everything about it the whole front if future world is going away yeah it's so it's going to be different so we just talked about how there's like spaceship earth and then there's what east and west future world right so now you're going to have world discovery off to your left 
You're going to have World Celebration in the center. You're going to have World Nature to your right. And then World Showcase is still going to be as it is right now. Mm-hmm. Which, it, that looks pretty sweet. It does kind of make me worry if Imagination Pavilion is going to go away because that doesn't really fit in with World Nature. Well, that makes me real sad. <laughs> I know. Unless they, like, lump it into World Celebration. Maybe it'll be... celebrating your imagination. It'll be right on the cusp there, maybe. I hope so. Um, okay, so here are some new things that will be coming. So in World Showcase, there's going to be a Mary Poppins ride. I don't know if it's a ride or just like a section, but they're supposedly building Cherry Tree Lane. Yes, that's right, that's right. Um. Oh, wait, no. The United Kingdom Pavilion will welcome the first attraction oh. inspired by Mary Poppins. You'll step in time down Cherry Tree Lane, past Admiral Boom's house, then enter number 17, home of the Banks family, where your adventure will begin. Very cool. That is cool. I hope that that cannon goes off when it's supposed to go off. A couple minutes late? No, he's always on time. But not in the later movie. He's just a little bit off. But he's right on time. According to him, he is. No. It, <laughs> did you watch the movie? He's right on time. Uh, <laughs> and then this summer, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is supposed to open, which, fingers crossed, I hope that it still does. I... It might get pushed back a little bit because I know that they stopped construction. Yeah. Um, and a new restaurant. What? La Crepe, La Creperie de Paris. Did I say that right? The, yeah. I bet it's all crepes. Oh, man. Yes, please. Table and quick service options from celebrity chef Jerome Bocuse. Ooh. What is this? They've already <gasps> started that. The Beauty and the Beast sing-along, which oh, is yeah. like... Where the Impressions de France movie is. Mm-hmm. Better started that. The new Canada movie has already launched. A new... Is this in there yet? I don't know if it is live or not, but there is either already is a new China movie or there is going to be a new China movie. I love that. Wondrous China. That looks so cool. I love that. Okay, so then in World Celebration. So that's the, the center section like right where you enter leading up to spaceship earth right um so spaceship earth is going to stay a voyage through time as the journey transforms to reflect the power of storytelling to unite the human experience there's going to be new narration um a new musical score will focus on the moments and ideas that define our story you'll follow a magical story light that brings the entire experience to life all right I mean, I'm here for it. I'm just yeah. going to miss the old stuff. But, you know, you got to adapt and change, right? Apparently. <laughs> There's also going to be a new pavilion. Oh, yeah. <gasps> this is like those things they showed us in the where we saw the new stuff. It was like... You can walk under it, and then there's also, like, greenery on top of it that you, that can, you can walk, walk on. on. It looks yes. cool. Um, let's see what else. New green spaces. Oh, yeah, the new Moana area. It's going to talk about water in world nature. Oh, man. It's called Love. Journey of Water, inspired by Moana. Will be the first experience inspired by the hit Walt Disney Animation Studios film Moana. The lush exploration trail will invite you to meet and play with the ocean. Um, and you'll learn about the importance of the natural water cycle. So that's kind of cool because it's, like, fun but also super informative. Yeah. 
a new film at the land awesome planet that's what's new yes yeah that launched already i need to see it okay then you go to world discovery which is where we're gonna have the new guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind as the new coaster which is going to be it rotates 360 degrees that's cool um, oh no. <laughs> There's a new restaurant coming that's outer space. Oh, themed. that's right. Okay. A new expansion for um around Mission Space is Space 220. Yep. And it is a restaurant, which I am here for that. The Play Pavilion that's supposed to open in time for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. Um a digital metropolis, an interactive city with games, activities. So it seems like it's going to be like the Wreck-It Ralph. Oh man, I'm in for that. No, I was gonna say it's gonna. It seems like how Interventions was, but yeah, but updated. Like updated. Yeah, yeah. You'll get a. You'll have a chance to help Edna Mode on her oh, quest God. to rid the world of uninspired style. That's funny. <laughs> Super cool. So yeah, I mean, there's so much coming. There's so much coming. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, we have some questions in Discord. Favorite pin found at Epcot? Oh, man. I don't know. I always remember my pins I get from Animal Kingdom. So this isn't necessarily like a pin that we traded, but one of my favorite pin purchases at Epcot was definitely our Nightmare Before Christmas train framed pin set, which was worth every penny. And I love it. And there was only one left. We went to Epcot and Meg's like, I'm buying that for you. And I was like, what? (laughs) All right. Cool. (laughs) It was for my birthday. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, Favorite pavilion to be in or near to watch fireworks? Honestly. And I always, I never get there early enough to get a good Honestly, anywhere is pretty good. We tend to always watch it like on the bridge between France and the UK. I like it though more towards like China. I think. I like. Where it's like that iron fence. Yeah. Or like maybe not China. Maybe more like norway yeah i think like norway china area is yeah. pretty nice yeah. as well um have you ever recreated cory and topanga's kiss in front of the fountain katie doesn't like boy meets world i don't i'm really not a fan of it so but um, i also didn't like i didn't watch it growing up so i don't have that connection to it at all so now when meg's like because she was like, let's watch Lizzie McGuire. And I'm like, okay. And it was hilarious. And she's like, let's try Boy Meets World. And I was like, all right. And then after a while, I'm like, mm, I don't think this she is She can't me. get on board with, like, Corey's humor. It's just, like, overly acted. Which, you know, that Which, was the times. But yeah. I just, I couldn't. Like, couldn't I get it. it. But also, like, I love him. Yeah. So. I don't know. Um, best connecting resort. That's a good question. And I kind of feel like i have a tie okay between i'm gonna say yacht and beach because they're the same resort i love yacht and beach the pool is absolutely (sighs) stunning the smell of the lobby also yeah the lobby has amazing smells and the ice cream shop why am i blanking beaches and cream is fantastic um we got but the kitchen then, like, sink once it's impossible i also kind of want to say riviera because like that's where we own dvc but i've never stayed there but it looks really beautiful from pictures i also really like walking around the boardwalk they have a great little pizza window 
the boardwalk, I personally think is really fun to walk around, but I don't know how much I would love staying there. I feel Not like saying it would I never be would, but a little yeah. noisy. Yeah. But like the atmosphere of the boardwalk is beautiful and you can still enjoy that atmosphere while staying at Yacht and Beach. Because you can just walk out there. Yeah. And all the lights on the water. So pretty. Yeah. Um, go to breakfast place in Epcot. Honestly, Starbucks. Yeah. We don't tend to, like, do heavy breakfasts. It's more like we choose, like, one day of vacation to, like, do a big breakfast. Which is new. We used to do a lot of heavy breakfasts. We did. But one, it's heavy on your wallet. But even in Epcot, breakfast-wise, I mean, maybe the France Pavilion, if you go and get a pastry, that's probably a pretty good breakfast option. Yeah. But the World Showcase doesn't even open until 11. I don't think I've done breakfast at Epcot other than like a pastry from Starbucks. I think we've, yeah. Usually we do the resort. We're like big believers in like breakfast at the resort, hop on a bus, go. Um, it's not as common for us to like get up and go to a park and do breakfast. Not anymore. It used no. to be. But even at Epcot, even when we did that, Epcot was not one where we did breakfast because there's no... I guess Akershire's, but... We did Akershire's yeah. once, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. There's not really, like, I can't think of a good place to eat breakfast there. Because, like, world, because like I said, like, World Showcase doesn't even open until 11, so you're, like, stuck in Future World <laughs> until 11. We always forget that, too. We, like, plan our day to, like, already start eating fabulous food at, like, 9 a.m. I know, and like, and then oh, I'm like, wait. oh, I can't. <laughs> I hate that. Um, do you always go to the aquarium? Sadly, no. And I know but we should. That. I really love the manatees. Um, I like to go see the manatees whenever and I, we're there. I remember that now, but I totally forgot about that. So our last trip, Meg, like, mentioned something about it. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, there's manatees in Epcot. And I was like, where? But then I remembered. Like, literally, she felt so strongly about the fact that there weren't manatees in Epcot that she, like, bet me. Oh my god, it's not. It was a yeah, joke. You did. Whatever. You're like, no, there's not. And I'm like, yes, there is. <laughs> Come on, is there uh, something you always skip? Mission space. I will not no! ride mission space. I rode the green, not even the orange. For I've those done of you both. who don't know, green is like doesn't spin, orange spins. No. I am not a person that gets nauseous on rides. She doesn't. I cannot ride Mission Space. <laughs> even, I could, like, I could do green, I guess. But even the green is not comfortable for me to ride. It's just not, in my opinion, a good ride. How sad is that? I love space. Anything space, astronauts, stars, planets. I love I think it. I've ridden Mission Space twice, and that was twice too much. One time. One time, and I was like, mm, nope, don't gotta do it again. I can't. I can't. I, I would and, rather fly the Millennium Falcon. I think that that might be the only ride at Disney that I genuinely can say I do not like at all. Yeah. I don't know if there's another ride where I'm like, I never need to go on that again. I think everything else at any of the four parks, I like enough that I would go on multiple times. Yeah, like, the only other thing I'm thinking, like, I don't like any ride that spins, but, like, I very, like, when we went to Disneyland, I went on the teacups, because, like, for God's sake, I'm in Disneyland, I have to ride the teacups. But, but I like, can get you to go on it if I'm, like, we're not going to spin them. Yeah, right. That then, helps. like, we can deal with it. But, like, Mission Space? Nah. <sighs> nope! 
Sorry. Yep. Oh man, favorite memory? Are we on favorite memory? Is that all the questions? Yeah. Okay. Favorite I think we covered memory. Did we cover all this stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Man. If I'm being honest, it probably is meeting Peter Brookhart. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So like um, if anybody doesn't know, our good friends, the Brookharts, they have a YouTube channel called The Brookhart Project. If you're a fan of Disney, I highly recommend their channel. They daily vlog. They don't, I mean, like, obviously right now they're in quarantine like everybody else, so they're not going to Disney because Disney's closed. But Ugh. when it's open, they go to Disney quite a bit. And they also hit up Universal. They've been to SeaWorld. They go, like, they like they daily vlog. So, like, you see everything. But um, I worked with Sarah on my first college program in Frontierland. And throughout that entire time that we worked together, I don't believe that I ever met Peter. And then when, or no, I met him one time we went to IHOP. <laughs> I have at um, 2 a.m. But then we reconnected because I started watching their YouTube channel and like we started chatting again. And then we met up the next time we went to Florida at Epcot and Katie and I like consider it like me meeting because like we didn't really hang out a bunch at IHOP. So like that was the first time that we actually hung out with both of them. And it was the first time Katie met either i think i think i may have met met sarah but i have zero memory of it yeah because it was just like hey this is this person this is this person i'm like okay hi you know yeah so that was it was just super fun and we got to go to the dvc lounge and then going into the dvc lounge for the first time like with our membership card that was pretty killer that was cool that was cool i was like oh my god i can go in here anytime i want yeah that is probably one of my favorites. And then just to pick a different one. Um, I'm going to go... I have two others. Just our last trip in December. When Taking my mom to go see Candlelight Processional. Sorry. That I'm was throwing that really one out there cool. too. She freaking loved it. That was a surprise, yeah. Because Whoopi Goldberg present. was speaking. Um. Just the entire time we went to Epcot, our last trip. Like, any day we went, any time we went, all the restaurants we went to. Because, like, it had a different feel to me. It was just, like, Epcot felt like home in a way it hadn't before. Mm -hmm. And then when we actually finally did a festival the way we want to do it on our honeymoon. Like, we bought the little wrist gift card. And, like, we did food and wine. Where you get way too stuffed on small little portions. And spend way too much money. And have no regrets. Yeah. That was so fun. Yeah. For sure. I loved it. Yep. Epcot, man. I love you now. I love Epcot, too. Literally, I think my... I used to be, like, Magic Kingdom and Hollywood were tied. Like, when I was 17. Mm -hmm. Then it was... I think then it was Epcot, then Animal Kingdom. But now it's like... God, they're all tied for first in different ways. I know. I can't pick. I love all four. That or my Libra is just getting worse as I get older. I'm a Taurus, which usually, like, I can pick. Yeah. I love all four of them. In very, I mean, like, if I had to separate, like, it would be, like, a two by two. So it would be, like, Magic and Animal and then Epcot and Hollywood. But, like, that's, like, a solid one and two. Mm-hmm. 
And, like, sometimes, like, if there's a festival going on, Epcot, Epcot shoots up there. Yeah. You know? They kind sure. of, they're like a moving piece. Like, there have been weekend trips that we've gone and we didn't go to Animal Kingdom because the festival was going on. Right. So, it would be Epcot and Magic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. <sighs> All right. So, again, we're sharing our favorite Disney memories while we're doing these park series. But if you would like to share your Disney memory, we're still taking them for our other normal episodes. Um, so email them to us at grownupkidspodcast at gmail.com. It could be absolutely anything Disney related. Um, send it in and we'll be sure to feature it on the show. Even if you've sent in a previous memory, we take more memories from the same people. That's fine. Yeah. Um, we've done that a couple times. Also, in case you don't know, you can find us on any of the podcast platforms like Podbean, iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. So make sure you subscribe so you can get our latest episode as soon as it's available. You can also find us on social media and join in on the conversation. We're on Facebook at Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. And on Instagram at Grown Up Kids Pod. We've also launched our Patreon, which includes the new Disney Dabbles, where Kate and I discuss anything Disney exclusively for patrons. That's also where the food's gonna go. The festivals, maybe festival, but just like oh, but food just talking about food, too. Disney food. That's yeah. a good idea. Um, this also gives you access to our Discord channel and other fun perks. So check it out at patreoncom pod. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, adults are only kids grown up anyway. All who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future.